Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. Hello, hello. Hello, sister. Hello, sister. Ashley, up up. How are you? How you going? Oh, you better believe I'm good. You better believe I'm good. I'm talking to you. I'm lying lying down. You know, what more could one want? You look relaxed as hell. I love it. Hey, hang ten. Hang ten. Hang ten for the people listening. Haley's seeing me do everything but a shaka as I'm saying hang ten. I was like doing like the rock and roll hands. hands, peace sign. Hang ten, rock hang on. Hang ten, rock on. How good are love, you, Haley? Love. Oh, I'm good. Um, I was just saying to you that pudding has had a very good health update. I mean, I haven't shared any pudding health updates. None of you knew that she was a bit ill, but she was ill, and now her oh. thyroid levels are really great. <laughs> yes. I'm, Thrilled to the gills for Pud, my cat. Put update. Important put update, Just realised I probably need to give context in case there's any new listeners. Pudding is my cat. Pudding is I'm a off. god. Pudding is a name <laughs> here on the weekend. Pudding is the moment. She is the night. Take back the Pud. Pudding's a relaxing thought. <laughs> and Marshall is my dog, if you don't know that, friends. And he's <laughs> turned 14. That's beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to everyone's birthday. old pets. And everyone's young pets and everyone's mid-age pets. Hey, middle-aged pets out there, if you're listening, I hope you're, I hope you're buying yourself a Corvette and, and divorcing your wife and going crazy because you're in a midlife crisis. A bit of a Byron energy. Oh, Byron is a midlife crisis, is he not? He is an amazing midlife crisis. He's like, like a, a midlife crisis who learned his error of his ways he's pulling it off apart from like meredith oh um, god who's been pulled off the show thank yeah, god finally literally she's gone it's mirror dead to us all now everyone we are just going to dare i say get to it and i do dare to say that absolutely let's ride and this episode that we are watching today and recapping for all the good f- folk out there listening the citizens of, of call an adult nation. What am I talking about? <laughs> is a season three of PLL episode 17. The title is out of the frying pan into the inferno. And I would just Yowch. like to say that um, I had a game on the Wii, the Wii, uh, what, Nintendo Wii. Nintendo shout Wii. Out, um, to the good people at Nintendo, if you want to sponsor us, this is your oh. one chance. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I had a game called Order Up that was a kitchen, a cooking game where you had to do all these different things. And one of the iconic lines from the fry cook when you work at the burger restaurant was out of the pan and into the world. And so I, every time I read uh, the title to this episode, I think of that pimply character. Uh, if the voice actor out there is, uh, is listening to this, I salute you, sir. This one's for you. <laughs> this episode was directed by, you know, he has gross in his name, but I don't think he's so gross. It's Michael Grossman. 
And this one was written by legend of the PLL universe, Maya Goldsmith. Oh, okay. A legend. A legend. This episode came out on January 29, 2013. Now, we had some feedback recently from a lovely listener who asked if we could make the number one song uh, that we reveal that came out on the, the date of the episode release. Um, could we instead make it a multiple choice questionnaire? So that is what Shout we're doing today. Shout out to Curtis. Shout out to Curtis. Thank you Curtis, for being a wonderful you. listener and for that incredible feedback because that is literal music to my ears. Because uh, it is it is hard. It's hard to guess, hard to throw my mind back. And it means that everyone yeah. can kind of have a little bit of a play. So I love that. Yeah. Great job, Curtis. Beautiful. And this, is, and this is just an example of what speaking up and getting involved <laughs> will do. It can change lives. And now this is something that will change the fabric of this very podcast forever. So Huge. Who would we be without you? No one and nothing. Okay. Haley. Yes. I'm going to give you three options okay. to guess between for the number one song on January 29th, 2013. Okay. So one of them is, of course, Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven, which mm-hmm. I think up until this point was three episodes in a row. Mm. The number one song. Okay. I think. Honestly, can't remember. And that's okay. I think it is. <laughs> it's it's enduring. It's enduring. It's it's in our bones. Okay, so was the number one song Locked Out of Heaven by Bruno Mars? Mm-hmm. Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Ooh. Or I Knew You Were Trouble. By Taylor Swift. Wow. Okay. So these are very, remi- like, I do remember this Triple J Hottest 100. Oh, yeah. Because Thrift Shop won it. Triple J Hottest 100 is, is an Australian um, it, radio station that once a year on Invasion Day or Australia Day, they hold a countdown of 100, like the 100 top songs of the year, I guess. So it's a really big yes. day. Everyone, like, has a barbecue and listens to heaps and- of music. And it, it's it's kind of a it's it's a known thing that Triple J is like the cool kind of mm. alt indie you know lo-fi beat radio station. And whatever song um, wins, everyone's always like, "Oh, that's not a good song. That sucks." And then it's like, yeah. it literally is a popular vote. Like we all voted for yeah, it. It's, so it's, I think the, the people vote. Yeah. So, so the fact that this won. song won, I feel like th- that was a big upset. And it when is that on happened. Jan. This. Right now you're speaking about Jan 29 and I know that Triple J Hottest 100 takes place on Jan 28. So Thrift Shop was going off in Australia at that time. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was top of the charts though. I am going to say Bruno Mars one more time. Would you like to lock that in? I'm going to lock it in. Okay. You've locked it in, Eddie and Hayley. I regret to inform you. That you are incorrect. Oh my god! And you should have listened to the Triple J Hottest One Hundred because oh. the number one song was "Thrift Shop" by Macklemore. Especially and Ryan after Lewis. I just did the longest lead up into, yeah, why it was so popular at the time. But I was like, maybe. But I had to remind myself that Triple J is not a representation of the full mainstream. It's a yeah. representation of like Australian youth. So I was but like, I'm this... gonna go with you, you fucking really Bruno up. Mars. Oh, well, he's been knocked off the charts. Where were you guys when Thrift Shop was number one on the radio? 
let us wow. know in the DMs. Also, <laughs> January 29th uh, is an important day out there because, of course, it's someone's birthday. So happy, happy birthday to all the January 29th babies out there, including the famous people. We love famous people. That follow. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah. 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 Happy birthday, Oprah. Tom Selleck. Oof. The mustache that can be heard around the world. Beautiful. Heather Graham. Yes, that's right. Gorgeous. Old Canon. Uh, the, the Canon tits from uh, the spy who shagged me. Of Austin Powers. I think like the fembots have those tits, but I don't know if. I think Liz Hurley Cut. has them in. Cut it no, all No, wait. Liz, okay. <laughs> Liz Hurley, I think, has them in the first one, then Heather Graham is in the second one. I do love Austin Powers. Happy birthday, Heather Graham, star <laughs> from one of the Austin Powers movies, and uh, you won't get to hear it, but uh, just cut out. Haley and I trying to figure out which person she was in the movie for a very long time. Happy birthday. But you know what? There's one more birthday star, and I, I, I purposely buried the lead on this because there's a lot... There's a lot to be excited about. And we've had two episodes in a row. Oh, my God. That have had important PLL-related birthdays. The first one was King Chadlow's birthday. There is no one above Chadlow. Mm-hmm. The next one was Queen and star guest of this pod, Ali Sheehan. There is no one above Ali Sheehan. But you know what? There is only one star mm. of the... Halloween train, and that is Mr. Adam Lambert. Happy birthday, King. Happy birthday, Adam Lambert. Isn't that crazy? What do you want from me? And what do I want? I want him to have a great birthday. Me too. Happy birthday, King. Now, let's not dilly-dally around. We've got so much to talk about, so let's get into the episode description, the the 12-year-olds. Before we do that, Hayley, what does Australian Streaming Service Stan have to say about this episode? Australian streaming service Stan says, Desperate secrets call for desperate measures. Look, it's, 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 it's on theme at least. It's, it's, it's on it's vague, theme. It's vague it's, as hell. It's like that's every, that's every episode of PLL. That is, a, yes, that's very true. That sometimes would be they're like, hyper-specific and sometimes their copy editor is just like, I don't know, just like looking up PLL buzzwords and popping them in. And I respect that. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Stan, if you want to sponsor us again, we're here. Come on. We love you. Nintendo, Stan, Heather, Heather Graham, everyone, everyone Anyone. sponsor us. Anyone who please. wants to sponsor, go for it. What about okay. the 12-year-olds? <laughs> okay. The 12-year-olds, of course, are the people that write their episode descriptions on Wikipedia. And here is what they have to say about this episode. <clears throat> In Allison's biology notebook, Emily, Aria, and Hannah discover a conversation between Allison and a friend where Allison talks about a, quote, beach hottie, end quote. Emily turns to Cece for answers about the beach hottie, but Cece claims Allie never told her who it was. Spencer continues to struggle with the idea that Toby is on the A team. A sends Spencer a text as Aria and leads Spencer to believe that Ezra broke up with Aria when he finds out that Aria knew about his son Maggie. That was hectic. Sorry, about, I just had to say uh, it. That's all good. And also, sorry, his son with Maggie. Maggie is not his son. <laughs> Important. Spencer confronts Ezra, who is unaware that he has a son. Oop. Oh. Emily asks Hannah to keep an eye on Paige when she starts acting weird. Hannah follows Paige to a lesbian bar and assumes the worst when she sees Paige and Shana having a friendly conversation. 
Cece tells Emily that Allie thought she was pregnant during the summer she spent in Cape May. Later, Emily sees a picture of Wilden at the police station indicating that he was also in Cape May that summer with Allie and Cece. Ezra heads to Delaware to meet his son for the first time and asks <laughs> Arya not to call him. And then there's an A ending where it says, In the new A lair, Redcoat uses a blowtorch to burn a bobblehead Hannah doll. This, it, uh, oh, whoa, uh, what an episode. What a, what a Jesus I don't know Christ. Why the sentence that was Ezra goes to Delaware to meet his son and tells Arya not to call him made me laugh so much. Because it's, it's so funny. I think it's I also so just like, didn't realize they were in Delaware or I forgot. Just like the specificity yeah. really like tickled me. And to that I say, Delaware. Just kidding. Delaware. I know where Delaware is. Oh, Shout out to incredible. our Delaware listeners. Hey, to all the Delaware listeners out there, Hope you're off. well. Hope you're well. Aubrey Plaza is from Delaware. Great. And I don't know why, but I know that. And you're I welcome. know Craig Conover from Southern, Southern Charm is from there. I watch Southern Charm. I'm sorry to say. Don't be sorry. That's like all I know. Okay, this episode starts with Spencer and look. I just have to say from here on out, for some, I've stopped writing Spencer. I've stopped. I've, uh, something's happened say? where just like Toby being lengthened into Toberky, Spencer has been shortened into just Spenny. Oh, that's beautiful. I love Spenny. Which is, you know, Australian colloquialism for expensive. And she's rich, so it, so it works. True. She is. Spencer has the most Spencer sex dream in the world. What did you write? <laughs> I said, Spenny having a nightmare of a black hoodie kissing her, then choking her. Oop. It was erotic yeah. and then very stressful, which to me is very Spencer vibes. I feel like she's very yes. traumatized at the moment, but this dream, yeah, it starts off so like, woohoo, and then it's very spooky. She's always um, overwhelmed and horny at the same time. Oh, yeah. I, and I wrote, her and Toberki are about to furky, and then he strangles her <laughs> with the A gloves. She wakes up and sees the key that he left behind. Yeah. Yeah. From the A layer. So sad way to wake up, I would You'd say. You'd wake up it? like really horny and scared. Do you think she was wet or dry? You know? I don't know what doing being scared does to, yeah, I'm going to say it, the puss. I think it's a bit of a shum but, moment. Oh. R.I.P. Prom and shum. But I think it, this is a shum. Prom and Shum never died. Prom and it Shum will died. be around forever in essence, okay? It's just so similar to hardcover, softcover that it just needs its own lane. And this lane is its lane, True. okay? This nightmare was is, is, is Shum City. It was Shum City, I think. Like, I think she would have been, like, aroused, but, yeah, very, very scared and very sad. But she misses sad. Toberki's body. And who wouldn't? The way he's been pumping that iron oh, he recently. He looks so good. His acting's not great, but he's, he looks incredible. <laughs> She's no sh- like oh. Keegan Allen is a great actor now, but I just, Toby in this season is rough. Is Yeah, it takes a while. It takes a while. And then we have, of course, the incredible credits. And then Emily has Allison's biology book and it has been sent, I think, I, I wasn't listening probably to this, but from someone with Nate's last name. That's so what that I was... Rough. Yeah, I was a bit confused by that as well. I think basically what it's what it's saying is that it was all the stuff that he had like stolen from yeah. Maya that Maya had from Allison's house, 
And now that he is RIP dead. Rip. Rip. Um, his relatives are sending things that were clearly not his to mm. Emily because they were mice. I don't know. It's very convoluted, but it's a pass. But yeah, I'm glad you found it a bit confusing because I was like, the fuck? Um, the fuck? Pam has like such a good moment because yeah, Emily's going through the box and Pam is just like, hey, I can take it down to the police station where I work and they can open it. Like, And then Emily's like, no, they'll just ask me heaps of questions. And it's like, just take it down to the police station. They're going to ask you. Who, well, they are going to ask you stuff, but more just like, listen to Pam. Pam's listen smart. Pam. Pam had a good ep. Pam had a good ep. Pam had a good ep. I'll say it. She looked hot. Then, speaking of hot mums, Hannah is lying to Ashley Marin, and <sighs> Mama Marin is immediately sus, as she should be. She's so smart. She's on the ball. She's like, what's going on with you, bitch? While she's cracking open a bottle of red. She is so- cracking open a bottle of red. And she's asking, yeah, the big questions like, how's school going? How are, you f- how are you feeling about seeing Mona? And she's like, you can transfer. The parents are parenting in this episode. Yes, all of them. And then Hannah likes, is it, I think, because my next note, Hannah like snaps at her being like, why do you think I need protection? And it's like, um, because. I don't know, one of your best friends been, like, murdered stalked in her for own three backyard. Years. Yeah, I'm like, Emily and Hannah, I don't know. You have such good parents. They're like being so good to you. Well, at the moment, they're being so good to you. Anyway. Speaking of parents. Oh, and then I wrote, I think Ashley should indeed call Mr. Tamborelli. (laughs) Which I guess she kept going on about calling Mr. Tamborelli. Yes. Okay, next. Important. Um, Speaking of parents, Byron is on the phone in the Montgomery house to someone. We find out it's Meredith's father. And Byron finds out that Meredith's being treated and has had a history of, of quote, issues. So Do you reckon this is a bit of a cop-out? I felt like this was a bit of a cop-out. Absolutely. Out. They to be like, like get rid of her, oh, she's yeah, done. she's got issues, she's on meds. I'm like, yeah. But she's like, just have her be, just let her be motivated by what she's motivated by. It's more interesting. I know. But also, they're like, well, Byron's not going to be A now, so we don't need to have his side piece around Drew. to make him like, look like a bad guy. Um, but he clearly feels guilt, and then he tells a story of uh, when he and Ella moved into their house, being too poor to buy a furnace. Um, when I was like, okay, so that's why you didn't turn on the, the the fire. But then he says, no, they didn't turn on the fire when she was little because they were scared that Ara would get burned. And I was like, which one is it, sir? Are you too poor? Yeah. Or are you afraid of the fire? And that that he was made some imagery about Arya being bundled up in sweaters. Oh, he said Arya looked like a big ball of yarn rolling from room to room, and I thought that was very cute. And yeah. I think Chadlow slayed this fatherhood monologue. He slays everything. Well, so the Montgomery house is beautiful. The shot of them sitting in front of the fire mm. is just like I'm like this house is gorgeous. It is. I, how did how did you afford how this did you house buy afford it? a furnace? Exactly. Interesting. I guess because you bought this house, but like, yeah. God, save some cash for the furnace. Gotta be warm. Especially in, in Philadelphia, I assume it, I mean, not Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I assume it gets pretty cold. It must. Let it's me know. East, East Coast. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I assume it's like super cold. We've seen, we've seen snow in this show. Yeah. Although Rosewood is not a real place. So, well, who knows, who knows, who knows? Maybe Rosewood's. Affected by climate change. Hey, where's the I climate say, change episode of PLL? 
when are we finally going to see the orcas of Rosewood tipping over the boats of Rosewood? <laughs> because they were also like blackmailed by Ali. <laughs> yeah, Ali went down like, to the docks and was like, shut your mouth. She would. She, she would does. blackmail an orca. She would she'd blackmail a baby. She, she absolutely would. Oh, and then, okay, yeah, Byron then, I think to wrap this up, Byron says, I haven't. Okay, yeah, because it's all about like being burned, being hurt. That's what the monologue's all about, I guess. And he's like, I haven't done a good job of making sure you don't get hurt, have I? And then Arya mm. just stares at him. But I mean, I guess Arya has been hurt and she is dating a teacher despite his best efforts. So I don't know. But so, I just wanted her to like hug him or something. No, he's the he's a protagonist of this story. Doesn't he she know? He is. He's the main character. I don't get why people don't understand that. It's just misunderstood. This show is an exploration of Byron, King Byron Fishlips Montgomery. Burning it all to the ground and then rising from the ashes like the phoenix that he is. Mwah. Mwah, we love you, Byron. Next, I've written, Spenny's still pretending to be with Toberki two girls. <laughs> I don't know why that's true. Um, I don't know why my note in all caps is, Spencer hasn't told them about boy? Question mark? <laughs> it is it is crazy that she hasn't told them, but I guess it's Did because now. Did I mean now, boy as Toby? I don't know why I wrote I think, boy. I don't know who other boy there would be. <laughs> she hasn't told her about boy. Boy? I think, like, I guess she's doing it to, like, keep them safe or whatever. Or, and because she doesn't want to tell them that Toby's bad because she still loves him. She's kind of protecting him also. Do you think she's, she's in embarrassed? Denial. No, I think she's also slightly in denial. I think she's yeah. like very mad and upset, but also still clearly loves him and doesn't want to put him in harm's way and is getting a bit like burn it all to the ground vibes. I think she feels you know? bamboozled and led astray and I don't think she likes her intelligence being insulted. So she's like... That too, absolutely. Like a little bit embarrassed to admit. But also I do agree that I think she's a bit in denial. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Also, in this scene, because they're talking about the biology book and Hannah says an iconic line. She says, I hate biology. Who care if a cell divides? It just does. Who cares? <laughs> Mitosis who? That is... Sorry. That's great. Also, <laughs> did the you. brew just replace Lucky Leon's cupcakes? Have we discussed this on the podcast? I don't know if we've discussed this, but... The exterior was... Lucky I did not Leon's. take it in. I did not take it in, I will you say. You know I'm going to take it in. So While I'm just writing, Spencer hasn't told them about boy, <laughs> it's because I want to check and out. And this is why we're so well balanced together. I know who boy is and you know what the exterior used to be. Yeah. And that's teamwork right there. And I knew who boy was. I just don't know why I wrote boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I mean Toby? Did I mean Toby? Burke? What did, why did I just write boy? Hey, he is a boy. He is he boy. is a boy. Then next, the girls are reading through uh, the titular biology book mm. and see her handwriting, having a conversation with someone else in different handwriting about Toby in the book. Ooh, and saying Ooh. like, Toby, 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 Toby. Toberky, 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 boy, boy, boy. Boy, boy, boy. Boy, boy, boy will boy. not replace Toberki, okay, people? We're never, we're never going to get rid of Toberki. No. It's impossible. Don't worry. Boy is not taking over. Boy? Sorry no to the boy, boy stands out there. Mm-mm. Who heard me say that and go, oh, my God. To- yes. to- 
Toboiki. Toboiki. I mean, Toboiki. saying saying it like that as if I'm from like New Jersey, like you know how people go, I'm from Joyzy. Toboiki. Like, Toboiki. I actually, I think that could catch on. Yeah. <laughs> Toboiki. Toboiki. My next note is just the Arya Ezra son plot is still going on because I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of forgot about it while watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, right, that. Uh, my next note says Hannah watches Paige on the phone to someone and she says Caleb. So it's clear that Paige is on the phone to Caleb. And then Hannah's like, what the heck are they? What are they, what are they up to? Also, don't have, like, top secret conversations at school, everyone. What's Caleb, your back? They're never going to listen to us. We keep telling them they're not listening. And it's really... And- pissing me off it's starting to piss me off it's like they can't hear us 13 years in the future screaming into our zoom mics our usb how mics they? how dare they and then, then emily emily corners spencer in the bathroom pretty much <laughs> which is a pll rite of passage of course is to find people after they've taken a piss and or shit and or shit or yeah. change their pads or tampons. We don't know. Yeah. Who or cu- menstrual cups. Menstrual cups. Or, you know what? I'm going to say it. Sitting on the toilet to avoid class. Yeah. And in We've this show, it. it's mainly all these girls going into the bathroom, fixing their hair, and then leaving. They're always like, I need to go to the restroom. And then Do they're think- like, don't piss. Where I'm like, if I go to the toilet, I have to piss. Do you think that maybe they're doing a cheeky fart? And they're afraid I reckon to it do it in the echo. halls. Maybe, but like, it would echo around that room. I would not want to fart in that room. Well, you know, I would rather fart in the hall. And you know who has farted in that hall? Ezra. <laughs> Everywhere he goes. Oh, we'll get to him re-entering the hallowed halls of his cr- crimes. Anyway, go to jail. Ugh, go to jail next. Yeah, so they're, so they're having this they're having this conversation in the bathroom, and Spencer is very like anti Ally, asking like, "Why should we care about her?" And honestly, I agree. She says she was. <laughs> sl- so I think she was like, "So what if she was slutting it up in different zip codes?" I was like, "Whoa, my and but also so what? I agree. Yeah. So what if she was? Let so her. what? I'm still a slut, slut. Thinking about Paige and Emily doing karaoke. Oh, God. At that that bar. Bring it back. Season two, question mark. Wow, that was so long ago. Time is is crazy. Beautiful. It's horrible. It's beautiful and it's horrible. Then um, we find out from the biology book that Ali visited Toberki in Juvie. And guys. We this? are blessed. We are blessed. Haley, with who? Who's there? Durag Toberki. <sighs> Durag Toberki. Durag Toboiki is here. I feel confused because he <laughs> looks really stupid, but I also found him very attractive. Well, he's a good-looking man. He's so. a very good-looking man. And I was like, you look so stupid, but you are very attractive in this scene. Without you know, the durag? With, uh, more so without, you know, cultural appropriation aside, he's a beautiful man. He just looks a bit shredded. I think he just did some push-ups before it or something. I'm, he's just ripped. Um, I also wrote Ali's outfit is so 2012, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. I don't I think remember she must what it was. Been, I think she had like... 
She must have had her hair a certain way and wearing a statement necklace. I should have. There was genuine. Yes, I was about to say, I know that there was a statement necklace. Yeah. For sure. Um, Yeah, it's it's insane. In the flashback, we see with Alison and Dureb Toboiki. Toboiki. Okay, so Toboiki is. Toboiki when he's in the durag. When, when he's in the durag. So so normal Toboiki is Toboiki. When he's yep. wearing the durag slash when he's in juvie, that's Toboiki. Yep. Wow, wow, wow. This man okay. can do so many things. The wicked webs so we things. weave in this podcast. The law. <laughs> the so law deep. just keeps building. Um. So the reason that she has visited him is that someone is sending her anonymous messages. Obviously, this is, this is set, this flashback pre-everything that happens in the show. Um, and she thinks that it's Toberki, and then she says some Abel's bullshit about Jenna as she fucking she says, always does. Jenna would be happy to see anything, I imagine, which might be the cuntiest line of the century. Absolutely, it is. Also, why is she just allowed in his room at Juvie? I don't... What, Haley? these are great questions that I don't think we're going to get any answers to. If anyone has any answers, if anyone's... Visited a mate or a family member in juvie, and I don't know. Tell us, please. Let me know. I guess I'm. I think it was his room. I think it was a bed. Uh, Yeah, it looked. I think it was just a Radley room room repurposed with different lighting. Absolutely, it was. Radley is a hellhole. Radley is a prison. I would say. Radley is a hellhole. As soon as we break out of the flashback, we see that um, Spency is reading the biology book and basically you know, seeing the flashback through words and it makes her very sad and then it just causes her to have an emotional reaction and tell Emily the truth about the breakup with Toberki and she's like, but don't tell anyone. I just, well, I'm sad time. I'm sad time right now. I love an Emily Spencer dynamic. Oh yeah. I love it. Dynamic duo. Then Spencer stor- later is in the classroom in Ella, Kyle Richards Montgomery's classroom and the disrespect. Oh my God. She storms out of class. She gets she gets a text from Arya she saying she screams at Ella Carl Richards it's, Montgomery. It's crazy. She gets she gets a text from Arya saying Ezra freaked out and broke up with me. Can you meet me in the park? Which is like what? And then she's like, all right, I gotta go. And then Ella's like, what's going on? She's like, I gotta leave. And she's so rude to her. She's and it's not okay. truly so rude. And it made me so angry. And then Spencer goes and ambushes Ezra at the park, which <laughs> we love. And then Ezra at the park. In a really clunky sentence, Spencer reveals the Maggie Sun secret. It's so much exposition. So much. And I will say also, without any spoilers, although honestly, surely any, th- there's not a single person listening who hasn't seen this whole show. Skip 15 seconds if you don't want a spoiler. No, no, I'm just nah. going to not say it, but like... Oh. Can you send Say us a DM? It. Can you send us a DM if you are genuinely watching PLL for the first time through this podcast at call.and.adult? I can still say it just because, like, so many people I think are re- have rewatched it like so many more times than us. So, okay, if you don't want any spoilers beyond this part, please skip one minute and five seconds. Love you. Basically, the the, the conversation that Spencer has with Ezra, where she's like, "Why would you do that? You betray, you know, all this stuff. You hid this from her." And he's, she's, she comes up to him and he's writing something. If you watch Ezra's reaction closely, you can see that he almost, he thinks that she's caught him out for writing the little book that he's writing about <gasps> all the girls. Ooh. And that's what she's 
calling out. And then as soon as then she starts talking about Maggie, he's like, wait, what? And he, the way that he's reacting changes. So go and watch that scene back through that lens I will. if you didn't watch it through. Oh, I love that. I'm glad you cheeky. said it. Wow. Cheeky, cheeky. That is very cheeky. Um, Attention to detail. Thank you. Oh, I love it. And then Emily finds a picture of Allison and Cece in the back of the biology book at Cape May. And she's like, so, 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 Cece, interesting. Cece is everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely. She's always, she's got her mitts on everything. She's got her hand in many pies. And I would like to say, give me a slice. Yum. Now, I don't know what your next note is. But my next note in all caps is Pam and Barry Maple hitting it off. Oh, what? No, that's not my... I I love this. (laughs) I couldn't give you any more context to that scene. It's just at the police station. And I think they're just being... They're just hitting it off. I don't know. I was a bit... I I shipped it. And she just looks so good at the police station. Barry is the unsung hero of the police in Rosewood. Oh, 1000%. Absolutely. The good one. Uh... I next have Ezra is at the school. Surely he should be banned from the premises of this school by now. Yeah, he's (laughs) a sex offender. Shouldn't he have to like declare to everyone in the town that he is a sex offender? Also, why are you having this conversation, Ezra, in the cafeteria at school? He's like, can we go talk? And then he just has it in the cafeteria. And like, He can't not do inappropriate things in a school, can he? The second he's in a school, he's like, let's take my pants off. Yeah. Let's go wild. Let's do hard drugs. He's a bad man with a flatulent asshole. And then A sends a text that is actually a very good one. Like a very iconic one, I would say. Thought you, he sends it to, sorry, this is to Aria. It says, thought you needed a bit of a push. So I pushed send for you. Oh, kind of iconic for me. It absolutely is. And Spencer really played right into it. It's fun. Yeah, Spencer was like, I'm going to do something about this. How dare he break up with her? That's like similar to what happened to me and I'm in pain. Next, Wilden is like weirdly confiding in Pam. And this this whole scene, I was like, what? So he's like trying to get her to encourage Emily to talk about her feelings around death, having so many people die. And especially the fact that she herself has killed someone. Something that I feel like no one's taking seriously enough. And then he also says, yeah, I killed someone like a week, my first week out of the academy. And even though it was the law, it haunts me vibes. It haunts I wrote here that Wilden is trying to be the MILF hunter of Rosewood. He wants to fuck every mum. He's got his hands in every MILF he can find. <laughs> Wilden is wilding out in this episode. He, I don't know. He's just like off chops. Wilden, more like Wilden. Wilden. He's Wilden. Wilden be Wilden. But yeah, he kind of says he killed someone in self-defense. Question mark? Question mark? And Pam's just like, okay. And then as I I paid attention to that, I was like, okay. I've never taken that scene in, never understood that. I wonder if that death that he's talking about at some point is involved in the show or something. I don't, maybe, it's likely not. I can't remember. If I you can't remember, remember tell feel us. free to yell at us in the DMs. Please don't yell. <laughs> don't yell. Please don't um, yell. <laughs> next, Arya comes to Spencer and tells her what happened with, with Ezra and that it was an A situation. And Spencer, honestly, is 
not having it and doesn't even really seem to care she's in about... dark spencer zone she's, she's like in, just yes, skip to the end exactly. and yell at me yeah she's like hey we should stop blaming a for everything and take responsibility for ourselves maybe we're to blame because like, no, a is crazy <laughs> no yes a is crazy but she is aware that toby is in the a team and she doesn't want to blame him because she wants to protect him because she still loves him but she's also mad at him and she's mad at herself for True. not maybe picking up on it and she's just she's going through a lot and... go to therapy spenny and you know, Dr. Sullivanusi, I I don't know where she is right now, but she's, no. she's not helping Spencer. She should be. Also, as of this recording, I got sent an image by Angel, friend of the pod, Ali Sheen, mm. of uh, the cast of... What's the spinoff? Why do I always forget the Original name of the spin? spinoff? Original Sin. Original um, Sin with Dr. Sullivanusi. <gasps> so... The oh girls coming back. <laughs> you got to post that. You got to post that to me. I got to. I'll post that. Oh my god! Yeah, you I know love I will. That. Oh god, beautiful. Also, Arya was really good in this scene. Good for her. I agree. When she's good, she's good. She was just so like. I know you were like set up. Like it's fine. I, I'm not going to yell at you. Even though, like, you basically caused my breakup. Yeah. She's so calm and chill. Good for Arya. She's really recovered from Meredith. To all Spiking of her tea. <laughs> then Emily meets with Cece to talk about the photo that she found in the back of the biology book. And Cece says, like, yeah, that's my handwriting. I was writing back and forth. Actually, does she confirm it? I think she does. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. But she doesn't say when, when Emily's like, okay, well, who's the beach hottie being referred to? She's like, oh, I, Alison never told me. And then we go into a flashback of Allison telling Cece that she's late for her goddamn period and she thought she was prego in her ego. Also that like Cece is just at a bar or like on a deck somewhere and then luckily spots Ali behind a tree. She luckily <laughs> spots Ali. And then, yeah, Ali's like uh, freaking out, but I'm like, just go take a pregnancy test. Like, just go take one. Go take one. Go take one. It's as simple as maybe she's, maybe, you know, small town. Maybe she's scared. That's true. I don't know. And then next, Hannah is following Paige and winds up at a gay bar where she sees Paige with some girl, dot, dot, dot. We'll find out more about that. But first, Spencer is texting someone to secretly And she meet. says, are you willing to meet me tonight? Ooh. Mm. And at first I remember be- every time that I've seen this scene, I was like, oh, maybe it's a secret covert meeting with Toe Burke. But uh, I thought it would be Ren. <laughs> Oh yeah, Oren, Oren. That's because she's point. like, I oh, know it's after this, and she's like adjusting her makeup. But I don't know. I just got a vibe. I was like, who is this, Ren? What is this? Mm. But we will then, find out. Then Emily goes to the police station to hand over the biology book because the girls don't know what to do anymore, and they're like, we got to. Then we cut back to Spencer crying in the car, mm. and Troyan is so good. There's no dialogue so in this scene. She's just acting the house down boots. She eats up every scene she is in. She's putting on mascara while crying, which is a really, really bad. Like, I would argue the worst time to put on mascara. There's, there's never been a worse time. It's a bad there's combo. Maybe while in a pool, you know, or under a waterfall. Yeah. But crying pretty bad. Then we're back at the police session and Wilden takes the biology book from Emily and... He's kind of like, you did the right thing. 
And Hannah's there with her because she got caught for underage drinking for because okay, she took so a flirty. Yeah, Paige is having a genuinely lovely time at the gay bar. Yes. And then a hot girl orders Hannah a drink. So she's holding a drink. And then I think she starts dancing with a girl that's in a relationship. So then the other girl throws a drink on her. Yes. And then she gets carded. Now she is at the police station. Yes. And love. also we should say that, yeah, so Paige is with, with a girl in the, the 12-year-olds have, have... Have outed her as Shana. They've outed her as Shana. But at this point, we don't... This is our first sighting of her. It is. As, as far as we know, we actually have seen her hands in a previous scene, which mm. um, when we find that out, you know... I could watch out. a whole spinoff of Rosewood's Only Queer Bar. I actually don't oh, know if yeah. it is. But I just, if it's the only one, but I could just watch, I would watch a spinoff. Yeah, thousand percent. Just what the queers would, the, of Rosewood, because there's a lot of hot queer women in Rosewood. A lot. What do you it's think crazy. the bar would be called? Hosewood. Ooh. Thoughts? No wood. If it's just for women. Yeah. We see who Spencer is meeting and it's not Toberky. It's not Ren. It is a private detective who I will say... The lower half of his face is very hot, but there's something about this man's eyes that are so sunken into his head that make me feel like I'm looking at a raccoon. <laughs> and she is basically asking him to follow Toby and find yep, out where she gives him the, the key. Yep. So she she wants him to find out where the lair is. I don't know why she put on so much mascara for this. Uh, me neither. But I guess it was a good it was a good bait and switch. I would also like to say I've I've said lair I've said lair I'll keep swapping between them because I don't know which one's right. Lair, lair. What was the other La- option you said? Lair, lair. Oh, lair. It's lair. Lair, lair. Say lair again. Lair, lair, lair. Lair, 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 lair. Mentioned. Have you already mentioned that Emily seen the photo of Wilden and Kate May holding the big old fish, looking jacked? Yes, Emily sees a picture of Wilden while she and Hannah are at the police station. She's like, I'm going to get a coffee. Do you want anything? And near the coffee station, there's like a, a pin board with pictures. And there's a picture of him in Cape May in the same year that the photo of Allison is from. And he's holding a huge fucking fish. It's it's uh, that thing it's you see on dating apps. It's a photo to have on your like pin board or the staff pin board. But he looks great. So good for him, I guess. And Ashley I'm guessing- says... My favorite line of the episode when she comes. Yes. Also mine. Also my. Okay. Do you want to say in sync? What's What's a a pink pink drink? drink? Is Is that code code for something something gay? Gay. Line of the episode by Ashley Marin because Hannah says she got a pink drink thrown on her. She also asks her because she was obviously arrested at a gay bar. She said, "Um, hey, were you there because you were exploring a new feeling at a gay bar? Which is, a, she's a class act and she's a lovely, she's wonderful parent. a class act. And then Hannah tells her, no, I was following Caleb and then that led me to following Paige and I'm worried that she's cheating on Emily and blah, 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 blah. And Ashley's like, uh, all right, well, you're telling me these weird things you're doing at least. So, okay. Yeah. But, you know, what is a pink trick? Is it code for something gay? And that's a great question, Ashley Marin. Just perfect line. Perfect delivery. Well, also, it's very funny because the, uh, m- you know, many, many, dare I say, puss, pussy, poo, mm. poo, 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 poo. No one's ever called it a poopy before. 
the Ooh. human vagina, many of them are pink. Yeah. So funny. Is she drinking that pink? Is she slurping up the 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 good stuff from the from the puss? You know what I'm saying? Discharge. And probably. she is not. She has Caleb Barch Rivers. She's got. She's got. Barchy boy come coming out the wazoo, the wazoo mm. being his dick, probably. I hope so. I hope so. My next note is just Arya <laughs> and Ezra have a good chat about the kid and then Ezra yeah. Flop is leaving town for a few days to meet his son. Thank God. Get and Arya's like, can I call you? And he cries heaps and then he's like, we'll talk soon. And then he drives away. Shum. But he's not mad at her. No. So that's good. But Poor Arya, she has had a shit few episodes she's she was drugged she's now been du- like kind of left because of, he has a son A's because her old over. boyfriend has a son i mean he's not old in terms of life he's just old in relativity to her absolutely and then of course the episode ends with an a scene where a's lair is decked out to the nines with decor which is of course creepy fucking images of everyone in rosewood mm-hmm. and then we see a i believe this is our first time seeing a dollhouse <gasps> and it has little doll versions of the girls in the house and then there's also separate little bobbleheads of the girls and a is uh a, a or has put it red nails and a red coat so we can equivocally say this is not one of the hooded figures. This is Red Coat. Red um, Coat. And Red Coat is melting the Hannah bobblehead with a blowtorch. Bobblehead. Head, go- head head melted. Also, just so everyone knows, this whole time I've been not, like my notes have been in front of my face on the recording with Haley, And the angle that I've just found myself at, haunting. Haunting. Scary. But here I am. And that was episode 17 of season three. Wow. <laughs> wow. Another one in the books. Another one in the can. Another one in the books. Love it when we get a gay bar on PLL. Hey, get happen. Always Make happy to see get it. get happen. Hosewood. Okay. Time for some trivia. Ooh. This is the second longest Pretty Little Liars episode title to date. Ooh. The first one being season one episode, If at First You Don't Succeed, Lie, Lie Again. It is a long title. It is. Um, I guess it's more of a note. Emily received a box that's linked to Lyndon James containing cards Emily sent to Allison. Emily already found one in Maya's bag in What Lies Beneath. Interesting. Interesting. Um, this is the first appearance of Shana in the show yes. outside of Pretty Dirty Secrets. I assume that's where we see her hands. Yes, she's sitting at a bench with um, with Jenna. We, we see like a flash of a conversation Jenna is having with someone. Um, and the only reason I know that it's Shana is because I went over to, I think this is the 15th mem- mention of our friend Ali Shin on this episode. But right. Ali and I actually watched this episode a couple of weeks ago. Literally for fun, <laughs> um, and we one of the we best. thought it's direct all Toby. of direct Toby, of course. We thought all of these exact thoughts of like, wait a second, when do we see Shana? And I did look on the wiki. You have to look on the wiki, <laughs> except don't because it's where I steal all my trivia from. Uh, in the flashback scene when Ali visits Durag Toybuki, Toy 
Ali shows him a message that says the blonde leading the blind, A, which is also the name of the season two episode, The Blonde Leading the Blind, which is a great Important. title. Um, and the final one, bit borzo, but that's okay. In the season two episode, I have the beholder. Spencer says something similar out of the frying pan into the volcano. So interesting. So it, we love to fry. We love frying. We love to fry. Time for some seggies, segments, ah! seg rolls. Head over yum, yum. to our Instagram call.an.adult if you are new to the pod and you need some extra context for these segments. And also just like give us a follow. Say hi. Say we hi love once. you. We love you all. Okay. Also, mm. bef- before we do that, just because important. Please. Recently, we got fan art <gasps> from an incredible listener who basically like drew some of the segments out in image form and let us repost it. Their handle is Vellamoy Illustration. So V-E-L-L-A-M-O-I and the word illustration. No, no spaces and no punctuation. It is incredible. They made beautiful little assorted buttercreams. And there was a crazy bouquet, crazy like a bouquet, bouquet. Of crazy bread, oh. a wine from Byron, and it's got an A on it. And there's buttercreams from Daddy Hastings. They have little like tags on them, so the wine literally says from Byron. It's anyway. Thank you so much, Gabrielle. Oh, truly we incredible. We love fan art, so please keep it everyone, coming. Go nuts. Um, we love to now, see what you what you like, what you yeah. respond to in the show. It makes us so happy. It really made my day when I saw it. I couldn't stop showing people. I was just like, "Look at this!" And it's like incredible. And I think I I just responded to the DM and then I just posted it and I didn't realize you hadn't seen it, Ash. And oh my god, I was so excited. Oh, truly, it made my day. Gabrielle, you rock. You rock. Mwah. Now. Now, now that we've talked about the images of the Seggies, let's let's go back and get them. Okay. Get them happening. Who is the hottest adult of this episode? I think Pam. Um, I found Pam very attractive in this episode. I found Nia Peoples just like she was working it in a way that I was picking up. Yeah, 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 there's Pam. But also Ella. When Ella was in that classroom with Spencer. Mm. But no, actually, personally... No, it it actually has to be Ashley Marin asking if pink stuff is gay code. Absolutely, that's actually no. I I, it it has to be Ashley Marin for me. Sorry, sorry to do what you expect, people, but it's hey. Sometimes she delivers a line so potent Mm. that it makes us all horn, horn, horn. What was the yikes of this episode? For me, it was Wilden having that photo of himself at work. The fish. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it's Ali in the flashback being a cunt as always. Absolutely. And also the do rag. And the do rag, you know? Toby being in juvie for one day and immediately has a do rag. God. I love it. He's just, he's just like none other. There truly no one does it like Toberki. And no one ever could. No one ever will. No one ever fucking could. That's why Spence is so cut up. She's so cut Cut up. I went Who down. gets a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? I think, I think Byron gets a buttercream for trying his best to be a dad. Yeah, I think Byron gets one. I think Aria also gets one. She's had a, a tough run. 
She has. All that stuff with, with Spencer, the way she just kind of really understood and accepted it and didn't blame Spencer when she could have still been mad at her because her reaction was insane. And reasonable for the grief she's going through, but if I was Arya and I didn't know any of that context, I would yep. have come then been like, wait, hey, man, I'm letting you off easy. So, Arya, have a buttercream. Have and you a know buttercream. Spencer Crane in that car, you better get a buttercream. Spencer can always have buttercreams, mainly because she's from Diet House and anyone from Diet House can have as many buttercreams as they want. Yeah. Who needs to wait for crazy bread from Noel Khan? Spencer! I think the chick who threw a drink on Hannah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That girl does. But also Spencer. But also Spencer running at Ezra being like, oh. I think she needs to wait for Crazy Bread there. I think Allison needs to wait for Crazy Bread going into Durag Toboiki's, sorry, Durab, Durag Toboiki's Toboiki. cell. Um, I think she needs to wait for Crazy Bread for sure. Yeah. And Wilden. Wait for your crazy Always. bread. Don't talk to or Pam. Just confessing that he killed someone to his favorite MILF, Pam. Let let, let her go. What is get wrong away. with you? Get away from her. What gave us a hard cover, which means what made us... Ha- well, to me... Okay. I actually think this segment is perfect. This is hard cover and soft cover, which is what made us horny and then what made us very flaccid. <laughs> I feel like that opening scene is like the epitome of this segment of like it starts hardcover vibes and then it gets very soft cover. Yeah. Yeah, of absolutely. Spencer's scary sex dream. The sexy bits really did make me haunt, you know? Yeah. And the then scary it was like, oh, you dried me up. Yeah. So that one scene did it all for us. It's been a big ep. It's been a big ep for all for the pink, pink drinks. drinks. Who gets a wine from <laughs> Byron, from King Byron? Oh, I mean. I, I do think Ashley does deserve a wine. Yes, I do after too. After picking up her kid from the police station. And being so reasonable and like open and understanding oh, with her. Have absolutely. a wine. Have Beautiful. a bottle. And I think we can all agree on the line of the episode. Of course. What's a pink drink? Is that code, Is that for, code something for something gay? gay? And we have equivocally decided, yes, it is. We've decided it is. So therefore it is. So That's beautiful. You, If you're out there and you love eating puss, go get a pink drink today. Go get a pink drink. Get it. Well, and another one in the can. Another one in Not- the can. That was so fun. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. What, what time to be alive. Haley. love you. Ash. I love you. Listeners. Wow. We love you. We love you. What a feeling to love and be loved in return. Stunning. Stunning. Beautiful. Stunning. Toboiki. Toboiki. To you and yours, have a lovely (laughs) Toboiki. And um, if there's anything that we would encourage you to do right now, Mm. it's, um, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. No matter the time of day, whatever mm-hmm. it is, just Wherever get up, are. walk over to your windows mm. and, and close, close your, your damn, damn blinds. blinds. Why don't you shut okay? them? Okay. A shut is up. watching. Wilden's watching if you're a MILF. If you're a MILF, Wilden's going to fuck you. He's going to fuck you. And I'm sure it's good. 
he's a big he's a big strong man. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, but I feel I'm like sure it would be. also he would finish so quickly. Yeah. You know? And he would be awful afterwards. But it would I think yeah. it would be good, unfortunately. Would, those those four pumps, they'd be good pumps. If okay? you need to ever, you know, obscure evidence, um, or blackmail Rosewood police, like I think it is kind of worth the rooting fuck? Wilden. Yeah. Say Anyway, close the implies. Close the implies. We're both um, giggling. We, we love you guys. And we love um, you so much. Have a lovely week, everyone. Have a lovely life, day, hour, minute, all of it. Go crazy in, in the, your town. And Go crazy a, in your town. A wonderful day. Mwah. Mwah. Ah. So boiky. So boiky. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.